Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, June 30th, 2022. Our bit today comes from Isaiah 55, verse 6, and that says, Seek thou the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. <laughs> Friends, our God is a great and good God. No doubt about that. But sometimes I don't appreciate his sense of humor. Huh? Remember, yesterday I wrote that it was cloudy in my area, but no sign of rain? <laughs> well, you better believe that when I went upstairs after writing the bit, the rain was falling. <laughs> oh, Lord. Eh? And it fell for a while too, though not a big downpour, but a steady drizzle. I can imagine how my script bit family members in the area must have chuckled as they read it while the rain was falling. But I guess, as the wise folks say, the best laid plans of mice and men usually go astray. Or, as Cousin Saul declares in Proverbs, a man's heart devises or plans his way, but the Lord directed his steps. And we know that comes from Proverbs 16, 9. And so he does, because he's sovereign over everything in his universe. And who shall say him near? Not a single soul. And as Cousin Saul reinforces in a later chapter of Proverbs, there are many devices or plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. And it comes from Proverbs 19.21. So, although sometimes I might not appreciate his humor, I have no choice but to grin and bear it, and gracefully and gratefully say, thank you, Lord. But you know what? The truly great thing about our God is that though we don't like his moves, we can go to him in proper reverence and explain our situation. And instead of turning us away in anger, he will comfort us in our disappointment. No other supposed God does anything like that. And that's why he, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the greatest. And consequently, why too, the prophet Isaiah could shout to the people of Israel, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith our God. And that comes from Isaiah 40, verse 1. Isaiah was looking beyond Judah's imminent captivity in Babylon to the day of salvation that was in their future. He was letting them know that though their sins ran red with blood and they would pay for them, comfort is always available through trust in the Lord. Yes, friends, even in our sorriest times, we can always find comfort through trust in our Heavenly Father. Now, it won't always change our circumstances, but we will feel a peace that passes all understanding, one that will allow us to handle the circumstances in a positive manner. And no other God, no other supposed God, makes a free offer of mercy to all and sundry like our God does. I like how he says through Isaiah, Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy 
and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight in fatness that's abundance. Incline your ear and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make a covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he had glorified thee. So seek thou the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And that comes from Isaiah 55, 1, 7. Oh, my people, you see how long God has been making his free offer of salvation to all who will receive it. And he's still doing it today, a couple thousand of years after sending his one son, Jesus, to fulfill that covenant to the Gentiles. However, just like Israel back then didn't listen, so we are not listening to the heartfelt call of the Lord God Almighty. And the scholars explain it thus. They say, those who are spiritually hungry and thirsty may come to eat and drink without money, that's freely. He promises an everlasting covenant to the Gentiles like the one he established with Israel. His invitation to all men is clearly stated by the appeal, Seek ye the Lord, and call ye upon him. Yes, my brethren, I don't know what else we expect the Lord to do for us now, so that we'll willingly come to him for help and refuge. Tell me now, is our inherent nature so powerful that it completely blinds us to the irreparable damage that it's doing to our hearts, souls, bodies, and minds? Or does Satan have so great a hold on us, the chains he's wrapped on us, he's wrapped us in, are they so tight, and the darkness is enveloped around us, so thick that we can't break free, that we can't see or desire anything besides his evil doings? Oh, my people, Almighty God has bent over backwards to help us, to give us another option besides the evil one, including sacrificing his son, Jesus Christ. However, it seems like many of us still blindly and foolishly prefer the company and doings of his satanic majesty. But please remember, there will come a time when we'll all be called to order even his satanic majesty himself. As the good book tells us, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, 
And we know that comes from Hebrews 9.27. So please remember that after death or Jesus' second coming, it will be too late to make any changes to our beliefs or anything else. So I implore us to make whatever changes are necessary right now, since we have no idea when any of those things will occur, because only our Heavenly Father knows the day and time of all things, and unfortunately, He's not sharing. But for those of us who already believe and are doing our best to work for the good of Christ's kingdom, let's go home declaring, would you believe I spell it wrong? Some days I say, I'm not going to use the word, but then again, I say, no, I can't allow it to browbeat me. I got to use it until I keep spelling it correctly every time. So in the meanwhile, let's go home to the, today declaring our Thursday blessings. You know, blessings bestowed on us by our creator to enable us to do his earthly work. So as one confident voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I am blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I am blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. Now, friends, let's go out and unselfishly put those blessings to work like Christ desires of us now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, only two options are open to man. That's heaven or hell. And it's our choice. But please, let's make the wise one before it's too late now. Yes, friends, let's make the wise one. Let's choose life rather than death, as Christ said. And we pray that we, we will get so taken up with Christ that we'll start living and keep living for him until whenever he comes back. And we pray it all in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.